Hi everyone, this is Bola Onada Shokumbi from CleverGirlFinance.com and today I want to talk to you guys all about how I saved $100,000, over $100,000 in three and a half years. So this is something that I've blogged about on my website, CleverGirlFinance.com and something that I've also shared in other interviews, but I wanted to talk about it here in this space to serve as some kind of motivation or inspiration for anyone out there who's trying to save money, who's trying to pay off debt, because the tactics that I use to save my 100k can be applied to paying off debt as well. And so let's get started. So I graduated from college and I got a job making a starting salary of about $54,000 before taxes. And after taxes, that came out to about $40,000 a year. And three and a half years later, in 2008, I had saved over $100,000, which to me was a big deal. Um, I want to point out before I get into the story, though, that I had a couple of great things to my advantage. So number one, I was fortunate to not have any student loans thanks to my super hardworking mother. Um, you know, I don't come from a rich family or a rich background, but my mother and my father had planned appropriately in terms of, you know, finances for their future, and they had leveraged some of that money to pay for my college education, something that I'm forever grateful for. Um, number two, I had a good entry-level salary. So to me, in my own opinion, that $40,000 after taxes was great because that was my first big paycheck. I had never earned that kind of money before in my life. And to me, I was just, that was that was a big deal. So I was excited to get that. And number three, I also got a raise and a bonus every year, which, you know, the bonus and the raise, they're, they're not that great, to be honest. Um, my bonus was like 1000 to $1,500, but that still added to my bottom line and I did get promoted. So my salary went from about 54,000 before taxes to about 74,000 before taxes by the time I got to the end of my three and a half years. So that wasn't terrible. You know, however, one thing I want to point out is that whether or not I had these advantages, I am a saver by nature. And that basically means that as long as I'm earning money, I'm saving money. And so whether I was making 50000 or or $100,000, I was going to be saving a percentage of my income. I still save a percentage of my income even now that I have kids and bigger expenses. And so, you know, I, I just, I'm a saver by nature. And I would encourage you to build savings into your monthly budget regardless of what, what you're earning. Um, you know, it can be 5%, it can be 10%, it can be whatever you can afford, but every time you earn some money, you should save a little bit of it. Okay, so a couple other things I want to note before I delve into the story is that I saved this money entirely on my own. I did not have any inheritance. I didn't get a handout. I didn't have any trust fund. Um, and I was also single. So I didn't have the luxury of a joint income. Um, I didn't have a boyfriend. I also did not have a sugar daddy. <laughs> so I did this on my own. And I did this all without earning six figures. I did this on starting out with a $40,000 salary. So again, it's very, very possible. So one of the first things that I did was I set a goal. And although my goal was not very specific, um, which in ret retrospect it should have been, I set a goal. And my goal was I wanted to save as much money as I possibly could. And I wanted to see how much I could save. Um, in retrospect, I would have put a number to that goal. I would have said something like, I want to save $150,000. I want to save $200,000 because I feel like as I got closer to that $100,000 mark, I started to get more comfortable and I was splurging a little bit here and there. Whereas if I had a 
fixed goal in place, I would have been like, you know what, I'm not at my $150,000 savings market. I need to keep going. And so I got a little bit comfortable. And so now I have specific goals around my savings, you know, as to where I'm trying to get to. And so I would recommend that once you start out with your debt savings, your debt repayment plan or your money savings plan is that you set a goal. I want to pay off $50,000 in debt in four years. I want to save $100,000 in five years. Be specific. Um, And then once my goals were in place, I had to figure out how I was going to save all this money. Right. So the first thing I did was. I contributed to my retirement accounts at work. Uh, we were offered a 401k. And to be honest, when I first started working, I had no clue what a 401k was or even why I needed one. All I knew was that I was being offered free money via a match from work and I was all over that baby. So <laughs> over time, I learned what a 401k was. Um, I also learned a little bit about investing. But to start out, I just took advantage of the free match. Once I heard free money, I wanted it. And at that time, um, my employer matched 100% of the first 6% that I contributed. And while I didn't max out my contributions, I contributed 15% of my salary throughout those three and a half years. And I was able to save $40,000 by the end of three and a half years in my retirement account. And so that was, to me, that was great. And so for you, if your employer offers a, a retirement account, or even if they don't, you can set up your own IRA, a traditional IRA or Roth IRA, max it out if possible. And if you can't afford to max it out right away, increase your contributions, you know, start with 1% or 5% and increase your contributions by a percentage every quarter until you get to the point where you're maxing out. And if your employer offers a match, take it. (laughs) So the next thing I did was I kept my expenses low. So once my 401k and my deductibles, my health insurance, social security, and all that stuff came out of my paycheck, my, um, I ended up with about 13 to $1,400, um, a paycheck. And my main expenses were my car. I had a car note, um, of about $150,000. And then I upgraded my car because I was making money. (laughs) And then I had a car note of about $300. I also had insurance and a mortgage. My mortgage cost about $900, but those were my main expenses. And so when it came to cutting down my expenses, groceries. So groceries were never a big bill for me because I was single and I never really cooked, which means I never really ate. (laughs) And so ramen and coke were my friends while I was at home. And going out was usually hanging out at a friend's house and even if even if we went out to eat um or they were like oh hey let's go out for drinks i don't drink alcohol so that was a big savings because the markup on alcohol in bars and restaurants is like something like 300 percent. it's crazy so i was able to save money there and i also traveled a lot for work and so because i was traveling so much i got some i got a lot of my work lunches reimbursed and I intentionally chose to live close to my job so I didn't have to pay so much money in tolls and in gas commuting. Um, And so, you know, those are a few of the ways that I kept my expenses down. I also shopped um, here and there, but at the time, (laughs) I didn't have any expensive habits at that time. Um, I did sort of get into an expensive handbag habit, which you can read about on my blog, clevergirlfinance.com, as I got closer to my 100K and once I exceeded, exceeded my 100K. But when I was saving this money, I didn't have a lot of heavy expenses and so i had my water bill my internet bill my cell phone bill and those all came into around 
I mean, honestly, less than $200 a month. So for you, um, if you're trying to save or pay down debt, getting your expenses down should be your first area of attacking your budget. So things like try living close to work if possible, pack your lunches, work out at home or outdoor, outdoors, um, carpool with your friends or your coworkers, and get creative with ways to bring down your expenses. Because once you can get your expenses down, then you have more spare money in your budget to save or to pay off debt. And so that's one of the things that you definitely should start working towards. Also, I focused on saving 40 to 50% of each paycheck and anything extra. So if I got a bonus, I was saving it. So like I mentioned, um, after my deductions came out and taxes, my taxes were about 25%, um, I was getting about thirteen to $1,400 a paycheck. And I tried to save at least 500 to $700 of every paycheck. And because I was keeping my expenses low, that wasn't, it wasn't that hard to do. I saved all my bonus, like I mentioned, um, and even though my bonus was pitiful, it was like $1,500 a year. And after taxes, it was $750. I put all that into my savings account. And if I got a tax return, I saved all that money too. And as a result of that, I was able to save a bunch of cash very quickly. So I was saving about $18,000 a year. And after the, it, once I got to that three and a half year mark, I had saved well over $50,000 in cash for my full-time job, which to me was great. So, you know, it's not just about keeping your expenses low. It's also about actually saving that money you have or putting that money towards your debt um, to get to get those balances down. And I made it easy for myself by having the money automatically deducted from my um, paycheck through HR and sent to my savings account as soon as I got paid. So you can do the same thing if you're trying to save. And if you're trying to pay off debt, you can have it, have your bill paid bill pay date set to um, when you get paid and have that money automatically deducted from your checking account, for example. The other thing I did was I started a side hustle. So after about two years, two and a half years, I got really interested in photography and I started a wedding photography business. Um, you know, I didn't know anything about photography, but I was motivated. I bought an entry level DSLR and I taught myself how to take pictures. And lo and behold, my little side hustle started to grow because I told everyone, I put ads in Craigslist and I was going out and taking pictures and practicing and learning and my business started to grow. Um, I studied, I did a lot of free photography and I was quite surprised when people started to hire me. So the first year of this business, I um, earned around $10,000, which I used to buy equipment, I paid my taxes. And then um, the second year, I earned around $30,000. And subsequent years, after the three and a half years, I, I earned more money with my side business, which was amazing. And even though I was working hard and I, you know, my nights were taken up with my business, my weekends were taken up with my business, I wasn't hanging out as much. To me, it was worth it because the money I earned from my side income helped me push myself well over that 100K mark. So by the end of the three and a half years, I had saved about 100 or by... Uh, by by the time I got to four years, I had actually saved about one hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars, and that a big contributor to that was my side hustle because, you know, I had mentioned that I had saved forty thousand dollars in my retirement account, but that was also um, when the the two thousand and eight recession was hitting, so my retirement account started to decline. You know, even though I didn't sell the the stocks, um, the value of it declined, and so my side hustle. Help to to push my savings up in terms of the total amount. 
So it was definitely, definitely something that was worth it. And, you know, I learned so much from it, a lot of which I apply to my business today. I learned so much from so much about business from my side hustle. <laughs> so a side hustle is something that can definitely generate you more income, especially if you set it up and manage it the right way. It can be a huge, a huge boost. Um, and so I definitely recommend one. And then finally, I did spend money. I did I did use credit cards, but I was smart about it. So, you know, I spent I, I a lot of my spending was on credit. However, I used a charge card, which means I had to pay my entire balance in full every month. So I spent on credit to get points and, you know, for safety and for convenience reasons. But a charge card, a charge card basically means that if you can't pay your full balance at the end of the month, you're in some serious trouble. And so that was what I did. I used a charge card and I made sure that, you know, whatever I was spending, I either paid it right back or I paid it at the end of the month and I paid it. I had to pay off my balance in full. And so, you know, that is something that I recommend. Um, not only does it help build your credit, um, but it helps keep you disciplined. So you know, I use a charge card. If you are using credit cards and you can't pay your balance in full and you're trying to save money, I definitely recommend that you stop using them. You know, think about using something like the envelope system or paying in cash or using your debit card only because credit cards can get people into a lot of trouble. I've seen it happen. I've, I've experienced it myself. My credit card debt story is on my blog when I got into trouble in college for using a credit card I had no business using because I had no income. <laughs> so again, I was responsible for credit. I used a charge card, but think about using cash or the envelope system or your debit card. Um, so that in very high level summary is how I was able to save over a hundred thousand dollars in less than four years. And like I mentioned, I'm a saver by nature. I need that sense of security. I need, I needed to have that, you know, that sense of security. And I still do today and having an empty bank account made me antsy. And so I was very self-motivated to save. And if I had had that student loan debt, um, I would have definitely paid off my debt aggressively and then started saving. So like I mentioned, saving a ton of money is very possible regardless of what you earn. Paying off a debt is very, a ton of debt is very possible regardless of what you earn. You just have to have a plan. You have to stay committed and you have to build in the habits and don't feel like you have to compare yourself to anyone else. Do what you can with what you have. Just because someone makes $100,000 a year doesn't mean that they have $100,000 in savings. A lot of times, people who make a ton of money are saving very, very little or nothing at all. And just because you make $50,000 or $40,000 a year doesn't mean that you can't save. I was able to save and I just made it a goal. And so start with a small percentage, 1%, 5%, 10%, and then add on to it every month or every quarter. And so the other thing I wanted to mention is that I did make, you know, money mistakes. I made mistakes to my money during these four years. I had times when I bought things I shouldn't have bought, I overspent, or I made a bad purchase. But at the end of the day, you know, regardless of what mistakes that you make with your money, you have to figure out where you went wrong, take the lessons that you learned, and apply them to the next to the next step you have to get up and keep going you can't allow yourself to stay down and you can't allow yourself to stay stuck so that is my <laughs> my story but if you have questions definitely feel free to hit me up info at clevergirlfinance.com 
and head over to Instagram and follow me there at Clever Girl Finance. And I'll see you guys on the next episode of the Clever Girls Know Podcast. Bye.